Sinister Myth, How Stories We Tell Perpetuate Violence. This podcast challenges cultural mythologies about sexuality in the West, because so often they encourage, perpetuate, or foster violences against women and minorities. It is supported by an Ohio State Affordable Learning Exchange grant and is created by Zoe Brigley-Thompson and Brendan Walsh. Sinister Myth Bite Size is an extra dose of sinister wisdom to keep you going until the next full podcast. In this month's Bite Size, we sat down with Erin Upchurch, social worker and director of Kaleidoscope Youth Centre, to talk about allyship and what we can do for minority communities besides listening. I think there's also, like, there's this model of prejudice reduction um, mm. that I use in my, my classes, and and I think it applies across the, globally, right? And it's, it's around, like, proximity and getting to know people. And so we are so oddly individualistic, even though we're super connected, probably the most connected we've ever been in society. Um, but we don't have proximity to people who are different than us enough. We might know someone who's different, or we might advocate people who are different, but there's something about being entrenched in a community, not in an exploitive way of like, I just want to know about you, but building relationships. <laughs> um, that's, I think, what makes a difference. You know, for me, you know, when I was working, when I was on the board of Trans Ohio, I joined that board because there were people that I loved in the community who were hurting. It, I didn't do it to get to know folks. It was because, oh, I love people and have these great friendships. And how can I be a good ally? And so finding ways, yes, let's listen because that is absolutely important and let's find a way to connect and build relationships and have that proximity so that we can have that compassion and actually be with people in that and and when we allow things we don't have our walls up me misgendering someone is going to harm can harm me too because if I'm hurting somebody it should hurt me too it should be intolerable suffering should feel that way for all of us and so I think it, it can go a little deeper than just listening to because there's, there's that action step and do you Could have something I to actually yeah. ask a question off of that? Um, what are some ways that you think people can break out of these individualistic <laughs> molds? So I know yeah, that's like a huge thing, but like at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of times people will objectify these groups yes. and kind of use them as spectacles. Mm-hmm. So like with like, I have a black friend, I have a gay best friend, mm-hmm. things like that. So how how do you think it should be encouraged to simultaneously break out of these individualistic Mm -hmm. molds and also build these relationships in a non-objectifying way. Right. That's a great question. You know, breaking out of our molds and our silos and our boxes and building relationships so we don't exploit them and objectify. And, you know, I, um, I've done a lot of work with, with community groups, nonprofits. And one thing I, I've always said is go get involved. Don't just be the dominant group saying, minorities, come join us. We have space for you. No, go to go to them. Show up and show up time and time again, not just for the big things, not just when there's a photo op. You know, go into a community of color if you're a white person and don't go in to dominate and take over but if they're cleaning up their neighborhood join them in cleaning up the neighborhood um if there's you know we've we've got an issue of police brutality in our our city here if there's a rally go to the rally and keep going keep showing up keep finding ways to build those relationships and be there um i think that's the biggest thing you know i we've got facebook and all the social media and it's really easy to share things Mm -hmm. and join a group and i think that's it's a way it's what we're doing it's our norm um but showing up is going to be the biggest thing and i think the way to not objectify or exploit is to 
to just show up. Mm -hmm. Don't show up with the intention of getting to know people. Don't show up with the intention of building relationships. Show up because you care and you're compassionate and you want to be with people in their struggle or in their resiliency. That's going to be the biggest thing. And being willing to to not talk. If you're part of a dominant culture and you show up, being okay with not speaking and and listening and um, creating room for other voices. You know, there's times I've been in groups, particularly with the trans community, where of course I could have spoken, but it's not my story to tell. And so I'm going to stand with that person with that identity and let them tell their story. And I don't have to always be the one that's talking and doing things.